0: Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. 2,000 years ago, his words came to pass. AD 70, Jerusalem surrounded by armies, the temple destroyed, sacrifices ceased, the end of the age. So where are we at on the prophetic timeline of history? Jesus said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, and that we have been made kings and priests to reign here on earth. The The Revelation Revelation Red Pill, the the kingdom kingdom of God God is now. For yours is the the kingdom, kingdom, the the power, and the glory, now
1: and forever. Amen. Uh, How you doing, guys? So uh, I'm Rob Allen. I'm just a, if if I could describe myself, I'm a kingdom media strategist. So pretty much what I do is um, God has given me the ability to um, understand how to flow with the kingdom and dominate the media mountain pretty much, that's what You're I do on the regular, every day.
2: <laughs> no, we're good, I got him. You got him? I got him, I think that right. you need to do your intro again. D- really? Well, yeah, nobody
0: heard it. <laughs> okay, hey guys, welcome back to Revelation Red Pill Wednesdays, we're your hosts Leah and Michelle. We have Corey Gray and Rob Allen in the house. If you missed Monday night, you gotta go back and watch it. We were at the kingdom Roundtable table with Rob and Corey Gray and we were talking about the gifts, not the gifts, the order in the church. It, the Bible says some have been given to prophets and apostles and teachers and evangelists and what's the one I'm missing? Pastors. Pastor, oh the one, that one, yeah, the one,
1: the, the one. The one. only one.
0: <laughs> the, the only right. one that exists. I'll do that. We were talking about order in the church and how does that flow into the gifts of the spirit? Last week and the week before in Revelation Red Pill, we were talking about Daniel's 70 weeks and so many like dreams and visions that we've seen throughout the Old Testament. But specifically, so many end timers want to pull out this dream that Daniel interprets from Nebuchadnezzar and it's going to happen in the future. And we broke down how it actually has happened. And that's amazing. But like Rob was talking pre-show with us, God speaks to his people through dreams, especially in the Old Testament, but it can happen right now. So a lot of you guys have been going, I want this. I want the gifts of the spirit. I want God to speak to me in dreams. Sometimes when I have a dream, I think it's God. I don't know if it's bad pizza. How do I know? Tonight, we are going to break all of that down for you guys and tie in Revelation Red Pill Wednesday of last week and the week before and the Kingdom Roundtable. If you guys are not tuning into the Ring Kingdom Roundtable every single Monday, I don't know what the heck you're doing, hmm. but it's awesome. And last Monday's was super fire. So now that we have our audio fixed, all thank right. the Lord.
2: Yes. Okay, you guys. Uh... Well, did Corey get to... to, to Corey, we did, Corey needs no introduction, but yeah, go go, go, ahead. Corey? go ahead, Corey, introduce yourself.
3: No, I'm Corey, you guys probably see me around, been on here a few times, I'm just here for the show. He is in Nicaragua,
2: fast. doing the kingdom. Just cut the man off, man. He's not, he's placed himself <laughs> down. Well, he does do that, actually. That's he doesn't, bad. he doesn't, he doesn't do a good intro, so you have to do it for him. <laughs> he doesn't, pl- he doesn't let everybody Corey, know introduce I
3: yourself, live in Nicaragua. And I plant food and uh, raise animals and do things with the church.
2: He does the kingdom there in
0: Nicaragua. It's awesome. That was the most humble explanation of how awesome you are I've ever heard in my Mm -hmm. life. Corey is doing amazing kingdom work down in Nicaragua and around the world through his podcast. And by the way, where is my Born Again as King's book? If you guys aren't, if you don't have this book, you need to go and get it. Go to Amazon, and you can get this. The end of Kinda Satan and the beginning copy. of God's kings, born again as kings. Corey Gray, this book will transform your life. And if you've wanted to know how do I get the kingdom message into the hands of my Christian friends who are end timers, this is it right here. You just show
3: up at their kings. door with it. It works really well.
0: With a plate of
2: cookies. <laughs> yeah. Cookies in a book. All
0: right. Strategy.
2: Twelve guys changed the world because they all they used all the gifts that God had given them to advance the kingdom into every part of the known world. They worked mighty miracles, healings, and they received prophetic words. They were led out of prison by angels. They had dreams and visions. Those gifts didn't go anywhere, despite what people tell you. Everyone in the body of Christ is called to walk in the miraculous manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The question for a lot of you is how do we do this? And what are you talking about? (laughs) So I woke up this morning and heard the Lord say, when the Holy Spirit comes within you, that is for you. That is your salvation. That is your direction. That is your comfort. Before Jesus uh, ascended into heaven, after he rose from the dead, he breathed upon the Holy Spirit. You know what he said to them? He said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. Okay. That's wonderful. But why did he tell them to go hang out in Jerusalem, to be and do with power on high from the Holy Spirit? Because when he breathed upon them the Holy Spirit, they received salvation. And you have a measure of the Holy Spirit. We all have the Holy Spirit as soon as you're saved, because no man can come to the Holy Spirit or come to come to Christ but by the Holy Spirit. You, it is one in tandem. So what is this that this baptism of the Holy Spirit? You can go your whole life as a Christian and not have the dynamis power of God, the baptism Holy Spirit. He tells, he tells, it was 120 that listened to him. He says, go wait in Jerusalem and you're going to be endued with power on from on high and you will be my witnesses unto Judea, Samaria, and into the uttermost parts of the earth. When I was a teenager and I was kind of learning how to move in the Holy Spirit, I went from being very timid in my faith other people were bold other people could evangelize and I just was not feeling it it didn't feel cool one summer I we weren't allowed to really watch TV I watched a guy named Benny Hinn and you could have bad things about Benny Hinn I don't care I watched Benny Hinn and it transformed my life and he had this book and it, it was called Good Morning Holy Spirit and he began to describe a relationship he had with the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit came in and changed his life and he would start each day and he would say, good morning, Holy Spirit. And he got baptized in the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. And it was in that moment, he changed from being, you know, the this, this skinny guy to uh, Captain America. And the Holy Spirit did that. The Holy Spirit gave him power and I wanted that. So I got the book, of morning, Holy Spirit. And I started to wake up every morning. Um, and I started to say, good morning, Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, I flipped from being somebody who was timid To at 16 years old, leading entire youth groups, and everybody's getting filled with the Holy Spirit, and telling everybody I knew about Jesus. Because when the when you at see the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Okay, you've got to ask him. You have to ask for it. You have to seek it. You have to ask him to fill you and give you that power. You have to. Every person needs that upper room moment where the Holy Spirit fills you with that dynamis power. And Rob. And Corey and Jason and Serge did an amazing episode on that. So I don't need to go anymore into the Baptist Holy Spirit. But what do we do? How do we operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit? You know, when I, again, was a teenager, you know, it's so funny. You can, you read in first Corinthians chapter 12. And it says that the Holy Spirit give uh, gives gifts. And I'm going to go over some of these, some of these gifts. And the gifts of the Spirit, words of knowledge, What is, what the heck does that mean? Words of wisdom, to be able to discern spirits, different kinds of tongues, which is actually different than your prayer language that you get when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, the interpretation of tongues, the gift of prophecy, the gift of healing, the gift of faith and the working of miracles. And the Holy Spirit, it's like gives them out to every single person. If you are not operating in any of these gifts or many of them, you are missing out and that is why the kingdom of god is not advancing and so tonight we want to share a lot uh from our hearts things that we've experienced and so corey and rob i want you to each take a turn maybe and explain where because rob we found out on monday got saved in the strip club so (laughs) he wasn't raised in the church, he wasn't always operating. He wasn't, you know, I'm guessing, speaking in tongues as it, you know, a five-year-old. At some point, you had to learn about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You had to learn. How did you learn about the gifts of the Holy Spirit?
1: So I learned. Um, and it's funny that you said the Holy Spirit, uh, the good morning Holy Spirit, and how the Holy Spirit, you were just asking him. So I was asking the Holy Spirit, like, what do you want me to say? Huh. What what's causing, what's causing people to not get the gifts of the spirit.
2: He mm. was
1: just like, they're not seeking me and they don't understand that the kingdom of God is me. Oh, oh. and then there's, a, and I'll give you the, I'll give you guys the scripture uh, for the kingdom of God is not, and this is uh Romans 14, uh, 17 through 20. It says for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy spirit.
0: <laughs> so you can't
1: get the gifts of the Holy spirit without, without, having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So a lot of Christians are missing that. We think that we're supposed to just have a relationship with the scriptures. Jesus clearly said, you you can search the scriptures all you want to and think you're going to find me and you're not.
2: I have never put that together. I have heard that scripture a thousand times.
1: It's in the Holy Spirit.
2: I've never seen the kingdom of God is the Holy Spirit. In,
1: it's in the Holy Spirit. So you can't even obtain the kingdom of God and the dunamis power um, that the resistance chicks are talking about. Without um, the Holy Spirit, so you guys just sought the Holy Spirit, and then all the gifts will start coming. So really, you you're seeking the Spirit of God, which is love, oh, that's good. which is First Corinthians uh, chapter fourteen. So hmm. um, let me, we can read that really quick. First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse one, it says, "Eagerly pursue and seek to acquire love." This is the this is what unlocks the ability. flow in all of the gifts if you if you seek the holy spirit and you just want to have a relationship with him he'll give you all of the gifts that you want he's a great he's a great father you know uh our father doesn't want to not give us gifts so that we can so we can manifest him on the earth and so that people can understand and be reconciled back to him so that's the main that's to me that's that's the number one if you seek the holy spirit every day like you said just getting up it's it's inevitable that you're going to get all of the gifts that's good. Or, or, or just walk in the ones that are needed. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah. For your specific task. Your Absolutely.
2: Assignment. Absolutely. Corey, when yep. it, you, Corey. <laughs> so Rob gets saved in his trip club, and Corey gets mm. saved in prison. Uh, I don't mm. have anything cool. Uh, was, you was know, saved <laughs> since I was a kid. But Corey. Not
3: cool. It would have been get, cool to not be saved in prison.
2: So, yeah, right. You know what? <laughs> you know what? You know, um, to whom much is forgiven, you get it more. And that's just true. That's been been good to me the past few days in a row. You see the light a little bit. You you taste it a little bit better, right? If you've been hungry a long time. So Corey, you you were saved in prison. You read the Bible front to back. When did you um, get baptized in the Holy Spirit? And when did you start to understand these gifts? Did they just come naturally? Did you read about them first in the scripture and start to apply them? Or did they start to manifest in your life and then you learn what they were?
3: So I would say, well, first of all, I'll i say this. I built a relationship with the Holy Spirit first. That was the first thing I did because, like, the Holy Spirit draws us to Jesus. And Rob said he heard a voice, right, in the strip club. Well, I heard a voice in the prison that really – so I I went through this time where I was, like, super aware and awake and – it was like a different realm on me. Now looking back, it's like the realm of the Holy Spirit, the influence of the Holy Spirit was on me. And and I kept hearing like pleasant type of voice outside. And I'm like, who is that? And I thought I heard my name and I'll look out, but nobody's talking pleasant like that. And I'm like, this is really weird what's going on. Because I was hearing demonic voices. And anyway, so I got, I ended up repenting and asking God, sorry for my life, will you teach me your will? and then i was reading ephesians 2 and i just said within myself wow this is talking to me and the demons left and i felt peace and hope hope was the first thing cuz uh-huh. i never knew what hope was really and uh, then i was like wow maybe i have a purpose and so ah. i but then all these pastors it's like they could smell me out or something and and they would come around hey we got a message hey come to church and I'm like, I'm looking at him. And, you know, on the streets, you get this level of discernment that me and Rob talk about a lot, that even in the body of Christ, they don't even have, you know, gangster street level discernment, let alone (laughs) spiritual discernment. So I was seeing these pastors with a funny look in their eye. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to hear nothing from them. And I said, God, I don't trust anybody. Because I had found out through reading the Bible that some old friends were actually worshiping Satan because I didn't even know anything about devils or angels or the spirit realm at all. I was like, man, I don't trust anybody, God. And I said, you're going to have to teach me. If you could teach them, you could teach me. And so then I read that you don't need a man to teach you. Holy spirit is your teacher. I was like, sweet. And so every day what I did at four in the morning, every day, open my Bible, have my cup of instant coffee, right? That's money alternative money in prison, by the way. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But anyways, um, so I had my coffee. I approached the Holy Spirit with my Bible and I said, Holy Spirit, I don't know what this thing means, what this says. Please teach me the truth. I have to know the truth. Show me what is going on. I, I, this is what I prayed, actually. What is really going on? <laughs> That's what I was praying. I have to know what's really going on. And so I developed a relationship. I would read and I'm like, whoa, and, and just revelation. And um, so I had a lot of experience with him, but I didn't get baptized in the Holy Spirit until probably two years later. And it's because I didn't give my whole self to God. I thought I did. I prayed the prayers that sounded nice, but then, you know, I would pray. I was out of prison. I'd say, God, I'll follow you no matter what, but I don't want to go back to prison, which seems legit. Like most people say, yeah, that's reasonable, Corey. Yeah, you could pray that. But uh, God, <laughs> God doesn't want that type of prayer, you know? And then one day he's like, why why uh are you worried about that i'm never gonna leave you never forsake you and i heard him say that right over me while i was praying i said okay fine i'll believe you if i go back to prison i'll preach in prison i said i'll follow you even if i go back to prison follow you no matter what and that night i was in a worship service song came on i surrender all boom i got baptized Wow. And I didn't even know what was happening. Honestly, I I thought I was already baptized with the Holy Ghost. People told me you get it when you got baptized in water. It's like cool. Let's keep going then. But no, then I got baptized and someone had to explain it to me.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh, that's
3: well, awesome. Ha- so. No, that's but yeah. Then the gifts. So I started seeing other people teach how mm-hmm. they flow, and then I was able to harmonize with that and and tap into what was there.
2: Okay. Thought, so. Did when it comes to like. Manifesting a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge or discernment of spirits, um, did you guys read in the Bible? Hey, these are in the Bible. This, this is, this is, this is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Or, Rob, did you start to walk in some of the like the words of wisdoms and the prophecies like before, before you even knew, knew what, what they was. were?
1: Yeah, I I seen it. I saw it in the Bible, but like, yeah, I started kind of flowing in it and there was like a lot of seasoned prophets around me and they would recognize it. And then they would just be like, hey, they'll just put me randomly in a conference. Hey, we want we're going to give Robert Fisher. I'm like, what? Why would you why would you tell them that I'm going to get up in front of everyone and 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 he's going to read your mail? And they would just put me on the spot. I'm in the back. I'm not trying to. And they would just put me on the spot. I'd get up there and I'd be like, all right, Holy Spirit. And I would just, I would not know these people. And I would just be like, yeah, this person is this. And this is what's going on in your relationship. And and then then he would be like, is that true? Like he would would ask the person like right afterwards. (laughs) And they were like, "Uh, yeah, that's true. Like he's dead on. And so that's how, that's kind of how I realized, oh, okay. I have a prophetic gift, but I didn't know I had one. They were recognizing it um, because they were seasoned. And then they would just put me in front of people. And just and I was just like, all right, because I'm a new believer, I didn't know anything about religion at all like i I didn't know that you know you're supposed to train in house and do all these things. they were just like I don't know, it was like a new toy, a new shiny toy <laughs> I like-
2: well, there is something too being a new believer um the Holy Spirit comes on uh new believers like in a really powerful way, and it is really fun to be around new believers, especially when they start to flow in the gifts um and the power of God just because you're open and you're not like Um, yeah, you don't have the religious spirit on you to make it right and make it perfect. You're just like, okay, this is what I'm feeling right now. Uh, (laughs) That's that's, what the pastor told me. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it's all really awesome that you had, um, mature believers who could pull it out of you. Yes. Uh, because that's, that's one thing that's really key. And I think that's what I want to do for you guys tonight when you're watching, I want to pull it out of you. Okay. Um, I hope that when you hear our testimonies, that you recognize that this is not just for Corey or you, we're not special. This is the, this is basic Christianity. It should be Christianity 101. And I had people in my life who, um, for better or worse, some squashed it. But I had enough people who set, who saw a gifting and gave me an opportunity like Like when I was in youth groups, oh my gosh, you're getting words from God, aren't you? Yeah, well, why don't you take over youth service? Okay, well, why don't you just take it over? So then here I am, 16 years old, I'm fasting and praying and asking God to give me words of wisdom for people. And I didn't even know what I was asking. So if I'm I'm answering the question that, you know, I asked Corey and Rob, um, I didn't really know too much about words of wisdom, words of knowledge. I really, this is something that you guys can do. I really, really hunkered down in 1 Corinthians um, 11, 12, 13, and 14. I read them over and over and over and over again until I understood them, until I allowed the Holy Spirit to just like, just, just kind of saturate my being. And I, then I went and told everybody about them. And I was like, hey, you guys, there's these gifts. Do you want them? And we can lay hands on you and you can receive. And kids would get, um, Filled with the Holy Spirit, evidence of speaking in tongues. Again, I there was a time in high school uh, where I could literally go up to any stranger at any time and get a word of wisdom. What's a word of wisdom? Anybody want to explain what a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge is?
3: Yeah, so when I would go out evangelizing, I would get special words for people. And it's just like sometimes it's just a strong impression like your sister's dealing with this and it's like it just comes out of you without really any like, it's just too intense because they've been praying so much. God loves them so much and you're in the middle and it just comes out or God will speak and say, Hey, say this to that person. Um, And, you know, I know that people have different definitions of it and all, but it's, it's a gift that flows through you to them. And then when they hear it, they know that God is real. God heard my prayer. And then a lot of times those Gifts flowing transform that person the whole rest of their life. And I've heard tons of testimonies of of lives being changed through that.
0: I want to read a couple of comments here. Kimberly says, "Um, oh, I hate it when that happens to me, lol. It's very surprising when strangers start revealing my deepest secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, And then (laughs) Debbie says, Corey, give me a word. Debbie, (laughs) this is what I'm going to say to you, okay? The church has turned... And, it, and it, we're attracted, it's almost like a genie, how many rubs in the lamp can we get? There are, there are people that end up going around from church to church to church, or the, the prophet comes to town and they just go because they just want, like, they want to receive. And that's great. And that's, it's really important for us to, you know, know when we need to go and receive and drink from someone else. Tonight, Debbie, you will be getting words. <laughs> That's what tonight is about. It's not about Corey giving a word or Rob giving a word or Leah and I giving the a,
3: word. a
0: word. You are the, so, so tonight is going to be different.
3: Yeah. This Let's is not a tent
0: revival meeting where, and at some point we probably will be holding one of these where we're going to gather all of us together in one place under one roof, um, where we do get words of wisdom and knowledge for people. Tonight is about lifting you guys up so that when someone comes to you, Debbie, and says, Debbie, give me a word, then you've got one. Exactly
2: exact no and that's so true um i'll give an example um you know i i remember when i first uh got filled with the holy spirit and started you know laying hands on kids and running youth group um I, the kids would come up to me and i would pray for them and then i would know things when i would pray for them it's just a knowing and then the idea is that it's not necessarily there are there's words of wisdom and there's words of knowledge and a lot of people want people to tell them what to do. But I have found that when the Holy Spirit speaks to me, it's revealing things that need to be healed. Things that people keep hidden that are dark, that are deep. Um one young girl, I was like, you're being molested by your stepdad, aren't you? Broke down in tears. Um and you know her friends around her and, and and these are things that we need to also act upon. Mm-hmm. We need to step in and then report it. We need to you know it's it's not the first the Corinthians were chastised by Paul because they were speaking in tongues so much and they were playing with the gifts. And the one thing I hope that you guys come away with from this episode is if you've gone to a, a a modern charismatic church or a modern Pentecostal church, this is the way I kind of view them with their gifts. I see them as jousters in a building and all they're doing is training and playing. But they never take their swords and, and all of their training equipment outside. They never engage in the battle. They never get a, a word of wisdom that is true and right for... The Government for their city, um, a, a, a working of miracle for your city. and I don't I don't mean never, but by and large, you've got a lot of people who come. it's a safe place. We're gonna just sing songs, and we're gonna like do a little prophesying thing. Anybody want to j- jump in on on who wants to make the connection to what really where I would like to take this episode to um, taking these gifts? And applying them to the kingdom. Rob, on Monday, you were talking about how apostles need to cast out the demons of the territory and the cities. Um, that is, That to me would be one, using your gifts through your spirit in the spiritual realm to advance the kingdom. And maybe you guys can, somebody can talk about the difference in what a lot of people see in the church to where what we're trying to bring and bring these gifts into the kingdom and get them out of the church and yes. start moving
1: uh, yeah, so a lot of times we just, uh, you got to get around apostolic leaders who can stir your gifts up, and uh, I definitely see that. Like, as you were talking, uh, I want you to not, Layla, don't take that lightly that you 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 are laying hands on people at that young of an age. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. The only people that lay hands on people and receive the Holy Spirit are apostles. You never, there's nowhere in the Bible where you see a believer giving someone, unless they're under the covering of an apostle. I'll give you an example. Uh, I'll give you, I can give you a few examples, but that's not, and this is, this is we're we're flowing back into the order. That is, that is not something that most people are going to be flowing in. If you look at apostles, they flowed in unusual miracles. Um. So the, your words of knowledge were unusual, meaning your words of knowledge were right now this person's hurting and they need to be healed. That's a word of knowledge. A word of wisdom is a, is something that's hap- that that's supposed to happen in the future. Thank you. And uh, that's good.
2: Thank you for explaining
1: that. Yeah. And so your word of, of knowledge is, is, um, was an unusual miracle. And a lot of people don't realize, this is why it's so important to have that five fold government in the earth. And like you said, we are we're, we're, we didn't come, come up in religion. So, leaders we don't got this this stench in our in our nostrils when you when you hear five well you know i get and i want i've been around and i, I think we could call
3: it something different actually, i know i'm like <laughs> where did what does that actually mean what i've been doing that the whole time i
1: don't, I don't know <laughs> what does five mean. me i guess five five minutes the, the the gifts the offices the five offices of five, the government four, yeah. of god I mean, we can name I it a like lot of different. I like that.
0: Offices of the government, you know, the government of, God. of God. I'll we can, write it down. <laughs> we can, um, see
1: that. And so the people. these people that are in, in the comment section, they can get stirred up. And how do you train? How do you train? Like you said, how do you get this, the kingdom of God out into the marketplace? You get it by going out with other apostolic leaders who are already activated. And you, what what I used to do is we would treasure hunt. This is, I'm in my 20s, right? And we would, do, we would do something like treasure hunt. Right after the service, we would all go out and evangelize. We'd go to the mall and we'd be like, all right, what's God saying? We're going to walk in here and whatever God is showing you, we're going to walk up to the person and you're going to give them a word. This activates people. So this, this, this girl who was in a footlocker, she was 16. We walked up to her and I was like, uh, I had a 17-year-old a with me. I was older, so I said, hey, God is showing me that this girl has cancer. And, and so he t- he walked up to her. He's like, hey, God is showing us that you have cancer. And she just broke down crying. So she had cancer. We went to her meet and everything. She had a meet and she ran it and then collapsed
0: Wow. because
1: she had cancer. And then right after that, she went into chemo. Uh, I told her, I was like, God can heal you. But she wanted to go through chemo. So I, I, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't, uh you know, after that, I can't do anything about that. But she did get healed. She's completely cancer free. So that awesome. But that was awesome. But. That was a word of knowledge and so these are the things that these, this is how you can train people in that it's like which like even in the even um going live with people we i would go live and um god would be like hey somebody's leg is you know uh broke or something like that hey and i would just say it and they would be like oh yeah it's broke oh well we need to heal it and then they would just get healed this was on live streams like yeah. so it doesn't matter where you're at god is there you know, and God wants to heal these individuals. And once you realize that God really wants to heal everyone, He doesn't want He's not He's not out here like, you know, oh not this person, not that person. He wants to heal everyone. It it gets it actually is fun, honestly. <laughs> it is. So um No, let's so so go ahead, Gordon. Can I say something on to what Rob's saying? So
3: Rob's the reason Rob is it keeps telling you get under an apostolic leader and, and get the gift stirred up is because that's the order. That's how you're safe in this thing, right? That's the protection, the defense, right? God ordained a structure so that, you know, it's like I, I, I have sheep, so it helps me like literally understand this. You know, we have to have protection, multi-layer protection, actually. There's probably like f- five <laughs> layers of protection that we actually have over our sheep, because a sheep can't fight, sheep is defenseless. And new believers are defenseless. You, you don't just like go out, even Jesus sent them out by twos, but it, he empowered them. And so Rob's trying to tell you like the right way of doing this, approaching getting your gifts stirred up. And the other thing is like, you know, we've probably all experienced the gifts flowing. Hey, I got a word, prophecy, lifetime or whatever, and everybody jumping on and they're flowing, which is cool. Um, But the difference with what we're doing is we want to activate you guys because we are apostles and we want to activate you guys in your gifts. And I want to just share a quick example. So you said maybe there'll be an event sometime stirring up gifts. Okay, I actually had one of those in Nicaragua with about 60 pastors. And um, God, I said, what do you want me to teach? He said, teach the gifts. And so I went in there teaching the gifts, and a whole bunch of people got baptized in the Holy Spirit pastors. Um, And then we get into a circle. And, like, people are telling me, Corey, you know, be careful. They're religious. You know, be careful how you talk. And the the normal thing they tell me. And uh, I was like, I'm going to teach you guys how to flow in the gift of tongues. Mm. Okay? And interpretation. And so I was like, I'll start. And I just started praying in tongues, right? We're in a circle. And, uh, and, you know, there's weird looks and things like that. And then uh, I said, now who has the interpretation? And nobody. and this then I knew the fire was in somebody, right? You can't hold it in, right? When you got the word. And so this lady jumps up and she gives the word. I said, now you come release the tongue. And then I had them all flowing and interpreting. And guess what? They were all interpreting a common theme wow. of what the Holy Spirit was saying. I said, hold up, guys. Do you guys realize what's happening? He, Holy Spirit was praying freedom over the earth. Mm. That's what he was praying, and we were all, were all interpreting that. And they haven't heard my messages on inheritance, none of that. I was just teaching gifts. I was like, guys, do you hear what the Spirit is praying? Isn't that beautiful? And so after that, they all realized this isn't just some random thing that just hits you Whenever. Like you can intentionally co-labor with Holy Spirit to bring these gifts forth by faith.
0: That's so good. And guys, I want to, for tonight's episode, way more than normal, uh make sure that the comment section is open and you guys uh feel comfortable in asking questions because tonight that's what this is about. So I'm going to read a couple of uh questions and comments here. Kimberly says, "Once I asked my brother and his pregnant wife if I could pray for them and I went to lay my hands on them and my brother demanded for me not to touch him. But I asked for financial provision for him and his fiance to buy a house and for God to open a door for them and I did lay my hands on both of them and the prayer was answered within a month." Um then Tracy, this is a question that's actually, it is on topic. I was going to say it's a little off topic, but it is on topic. Why didn't he heal everyone in the Bible? Who wants to take that one?
3: Not everybody wanted wanted to be healed, actually. Like Jesus asked, do you want to be healed? Not everybody wants to be healed. Some people want to stay in their pity party. That's one reason. (laughs)
0: Well, when we talk about Jesus not being able to heal, we really only see that in very few instances. The main one that comes to mind is in his own hometown. He couldn't do it because they they did not believe. And so if you have a lack of belief, the people, I would say this, every person that came to Jesus that believed he could heal them got healed. That like bar none. It was only in his own hometown where like, oh, you're the carpenter's son. That's when Jesus couldn't actually perform the miracle. I
2: would also say, and this is kind of gets into some technicalities. Um, Michelle has a whole teaching on sin and sickness. Whether you want to tell people the three ways you, of sickness.
0: Yeah. Well, they were asked you who sinned this man or his, his parents. And he says, well, neither, because this was done for the glory of God. So we see the three ways that, that, that sickness enters into the body. You, someone else or it's done for the glory of God. And here's the key on that last one. If it's for the glory of God, you get healed. So, and that's that's a very, that's not, like God doesn't generally make, he's a good father. He doesn't make people sick. What father that whose son asks for a piece of bread, will he give him a snake? These kinds of things. And so when it comes to actual sickness, guys, getting healed is a lot easier than we think. A lot of it, almost always, there is sin involved. Aside from that third one that I just mentioned, it's done for the the glory of God. So it's either your sin or someone else's sin that's getting into your life because you have an open door. So a lot of times it's really simple. Just close that door for that, from that person getting into your heart or ask God to cleanse you from the sin in your life. Because every time Jesus healed somebody, he said, go and sin no more or your sins are forgiven. Okay. So sin and sickness or forgiveness and healing go hand in hand throughout the entire Bible. It, yeah,
3: that's a big one.
0: OK, so um, I hope that answers the, that question. Um, Isaiah 41 10 says, how do you find an apostolic leader to be under?
3: So I talked about that in the last one. I said, you know, yield yourself all the way to God and start asking for that and he will he will lead you to it. Rob had a testimony in our last broadcast about how God led him like to another state.
1: Right. Oh uh, yes another state so I was in Jersey and he told me to go under this bishop as soon as I got born again I was in a truck and he's like you gotta get out of the truck and you need to go over here this person's gonna teach you what needs to be taught and I said okay cool and he was really great on transforming lives one at a time that was their whole message and it was really transformational an entire year of just sanctification understanding, uh, uh, forgiving doing a lot of forgiving of my family members and things wow. like that and um uh Right after that, the Holy Spirit was like, you need to be endued with power on high. I was reading it, and he was like, this is what you need to do. I said, okay. He's like, all right, I need you to start driving to the West Coast. I said, okay. So my, my family thought I was crazy, right? They're like, what do you mean you're just going to drive? Because he showed me California. So I'm I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> I get in my Kia Spectra. I put everything on the top of it. Now, you guys understand, going through the Midwest and the amount of wind with a Kia Spectra. Oh, yeah. I was I'm I'm driving like Kansas this. like I mean, Kansas. oh it was and it was horrible. I thought I thought I wasn't gonna make it, right? I'm driving like 30 miles an hour in through Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Because like, <laughs> the wind is crazy. <laughs> so but oh, when I get in Ohio, the Holy Spirit says, I want you to stop in Iowa. This is where you're gonna get the power from. I go to Iowa, I don't have a job lined up. I don't have anything lined up. I get in there. I start working temp service, work my way up. And uh, it was like almost a year or a year and a half of being there before the Holy Spirit was like this this person. And here's the thing, the order. I don't know the order. An apostle comes into the event. I don't know he's an apostle. This person does not have apostle on his name. The entire room shifts. And I feel the energy shift. And I and I and I looked and I said, Holy Spirit, what? Like, who is that? He's like, That's an apostle. That's who I want you to go. He was two and a half hours away from where I was living. So every week I'm driving two and a half hours back and forth, mm. two and a half there, two and a half back every single week. And on Sunday I had to w- lead worship. So Saturday night I'm there all the way until almost midnight, and I got to drive back two a.m., two thirty, and I have to be worship team what like seven a.m every single week and that's how I got the that's when I got baptized uh in my room I was laying on on the floor and I was just worshiping God and then I read this I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance but he that cometh after me is mightier than I whose shoe I am not worthy to bear he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire and the fire fell and I couldn't get up I was in the fetal position for like a whole entire hour just bawling worshiping God and this is why this is what it it takes uh obedience and sacrifice to really if you want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire, it's gotta be, you know, he's gonna he's gonna make you uncomfortable. There's no like comfortable way to get it. I've haven't, I haven't found a comfortable that's way. why he's the comforter because he's the uncomfortable. comforter You're gonna be uncomfortable. <laughs> You're gonna be very uncomfortable. He's gonna put you in an uncomfortable situation to receive it. Now, he may not have you driving, you know, 12, 13 hours to get it. Right, it might be in your city, but a lot of times it's not. Especially if you're a prophet, you might, you might as well just know you're not. You should not be in your hometown.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you're a prophet, that's, get out of your hometown. That's
2: funny, <laughs>
0: we are the rare exception. We had we, have, we actually did leave for five, <laughs> for, for five years and then
2: came back to our hometown. You know, hometown. Um, Isaiah well, forty one ten. 10. It's,
0: it's true. It's very yeah. true.
2: It's it's interesting because I can't put uh, my finger on any person, any one person that I was ever under, um, because there wasn't anybody to be under. And, but I can say this. I grew up in my mom. We went to several different churches. We went to an evangelical free church. They do not believe in the gifts of the spirit. Um, but they do believe in, uh, teaching kids how to minister. And to get them out there and do things. And they would find kit they would they they pulled leadership out of a lot of us. Um and they put us in places of leadership. And I wanted to go to a spirit filled church. It was more fun. And it was um, you know, during that time, that time frame that I talked to, to you about, I believe it was the prayers of my mom that we're constantly in and the the prayers that my mom would speak over us and the words that she would speak over us and the desire to, to, to love God, mostly because I I saw that my mom was love and what she had, I wanted to have, and it, it came from God. And so if I had an apostolic leader, it was TBN. And hey. I learned from Benny Hinn I'm telling mom. you no kidding. Your I mom. just sat under and Benny our mom yes. and our mom but our mom didn't operate necessarily in the gifts per se um, or teach us how to operate in the gifts. <laughs> Um, I she's t- spoken. She's spoken tongues. The love the
3: tongue. is the greatest. Yeah. the yep. lo-
2: That's the biggest one. Right. Yes. And yes. so, yep. you know, and with her saying, don't watch any TV while I'm gone, except for TVN, I guess. I don't know. So hmm. I'm turning on and I literally for a whole summer, I couldn't wake up to watch Benny Hinn's Hour of Power. And you couldn't I, wait to wake up. I couldn't wait, wait to watch You said I couldn't wake up. I couldn't wait to wake up yeah. and watch it. And I sat and I watched and I literally learned and I got a book from Smith Wigglesworth and I read that. Oh yeah, I read a book of his. I was like, (laughs) I want to be like these guys. I want to be them. That's what I want to be. And and the Holy Spirit just was really began to talk to me. And again, I'm just a teenager, but honestly, I didn't feel like I was just a teenager. I I felt a call of God. I went from, I was we were in and out of public school and homeschool, it was my freshman year. And I was watching Benny Hinn and he spoke to me and he said, I want you to be homeschooled. And he said to me, you're going to be a missionary and I still haven't gone yet to Zambia, Zaire, uh, South Africa and Zimbabwe. He said, you're going to go there and you're going to hold these open air meetings just like Benny Hinn and people are going to get saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, we're still, and that's still on the still, table. Because I was Michelle
0: really hoping that. that Resistance Chicks was that. Like, because we go through the airwaves... Like, cause literally when she got this word and I'm like 14 years old, because I know I am the Robin to the Batman here. If she goes, she's holding me back. We're going she, to Africa. I and I was like, we to, can't, I do not I want keep to go to, to Africa. I kept I trying to tell her,
2: you don't have to go. I got the word. You didn't get the word. Just, just like my aside. So I literally tell people, I was like,
0: that word's fulfilled because we have resistance mm-hmm. chicks and we're in all, all over the world. So I them finding yeah. out live mm-hmm. now that that's still on the table. Yeah. So we're still going to and,
2: Africa and he said to be homeschooled and when i was
0: home Hey,
3: i got a group of pastors over there you can go visit. There
2: so. you go. you're not
0: helping.
3: Oh, yes. So,
2: i he said yeah. be homeschooled and i just took that next year and i woke up every day and i got into i read the bible for an hour, i played worship for an hour and I, the holy spirit and i i, I learned to develop and this is something that every, all of you can do and all of you should do. I want every one of you to wake up tomorrow morning and I want you to say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Something that I feel is different and is so needful is recognizing that you pray to Jesus, you pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, but everybody thinks that you don't communicate with the Holy Spirit. Like the third person of the Trinity is just some sort of floating ghost. No, I started to commune and welcome and ask the Holy Spirit to come and ask the Holy Spirit to lead me and ask the Holy Spirit to guide me and ask the Holy Spirit to fill me and fill the room and have conversations and talk to the Holy Spirit. I know it sounds weird to some people. I'm praying to the Father. Well, yeah, you're still praying to the Father when you're talking to the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit what did Jesus say? He said, I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit to you. What happened to Jesus when he was baptized by John? So he goes and he gets baptized with water. And then what happens, guys? The Holy Spirit comes upon him. Holy Spirit. Descends upon him. And then he begins his earthly ministry of manifesting the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So there is... If Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one, how in the the world, if they're just completely one, how in the world does the Holy Spirit come upon him? And why does he say, I have, interestingly enough, he says, I have prayed and I have asked the Father to leave you the Holy Spirit. And this could be a good jump into the Old Testament here. And Rob can talk about dreams and visions in the Old Testament, because in the Old Testament, Guys, we have to recognize the greatness of what we have with salvation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit now. Because under the old covenant, the Holy Spirit and the presence of God kind of basically stayed in the tabernacle. And then the Holy Spirit would come on individuals at certain times, and they couldn't necessarily just conjure it up. Um, This was, it was very, these manifestations of these miracles with Elijah and Elijah. This was a very individualized system
0: with the Holy Spirit. When we we're talking about the tabernacle, y'all need to understand something. This holy is a holy of holies was so intense that if you went in even as a priest they would tie a rope around your ankle because if that power was too much and you died mm-hmm. hit the hit the dirt like <laughs> my pen just did there they'd have to drag you out because they're not coming in after you because they could they could die too that that power that is that is that intense literally lives inside of us so don't tell me we can't advance the kingdom of God don't tell me it's just too big to turn this world around that power is living inside of us Rob Allen hold that thought on what leah said let me read some comments and then we'll come to the dreams and vision kimberly says the first time i felt the holy spirit i knew i wanted more and then kimberly asks do you have to have a home church to be an apostle
3: i already know my answer i want to hear you guys <laughs> no
0: i'm going with an absolute solid no on that that's me
2: um I no
0: because Leah was operating in the, in the office of an apostle. I, like, I view
2: you I know, mean, and I think we all. Some of us might have uh, various definitions of an apostle um, and of
3: church. So that's the other issue. We have different definitions of apostles. Some do, and definitely there's a bunch of definitions of the church that could be wrong. So, so
2: my if opinion, we had
3: it in the truest form, both of them, yeah, you'd need an apostle. Would be so have look, churches. They,
2: at apostle of the New Testament, what do I see? I see an apostle uh, equips the equippers and sets the order uh, and, and begins to lay hands on people, whether it's an evangelist, you know, prophets, teachers. An apostle is, is basically somebody who is kind of planting churches, planting ministries, pulling ministries out, pulling entire ministries out of other people. Okay. So it's not necessarily like a home church. An apostle has a vision for a city. An apostle has a vision yeah. to. So go ahead, Corey.
3: No, you're you're right on. It's like you you're not going to see an apostle just sitting there listening to a pastor. Like the apostles are always moving, and they they plant, they build churches, they meet with pastors. Apostles go forth in territories and share the now. I keep saying this, and somebody's going to figure it out. Sooner or later, I know Rob did. They shared the now message of Jesus. What does Jesus need done now? Because the earth's always changing and shifting, and God's the commander of angel armies, and the angels are ministering spirits sent here to serve with us, help with us. And so the angels are on assignment, and we need to tap into the assignment of the angels. The apostles are the mediators that help the church understand the angelic realm. Sorry, Rob, I had to tell him.
1: <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs>
3: They're mediators between the third heavens into the earth, the dominion, the 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 seat, the throne level, seeing from outside looking in, where most people can't handle that vision. They bring it to the pastors as, if you will, a filter that then brings it to the sheep. So apostles, they have special messages for right now.
2: And I would say, um, you'll know an apostle. Because your gifting, that you won't even notice them, your giftings will get stronger. You will, you will know what to do. You will grab your calling and you will take up your, your pack your bags and you'll be doing ministry. And it, that's an apostle. And apostles to me, like so, like it's like almost stealth. Okay, when you are in the presence of an apostle, your your gifts are. Ma- like are magnified, magnified, they're sharpened. And you get sharpened. it. You're sharpened. You're, you're. They're equipping you for ministry.
1: And it's instant. They're
2: sending you out. You don't even. All you, you're connecting with God
0: on a you and God level. And I will actually just insert this. And normally I wouldn't, but I think it's helpful for tonight's show. Resistance Chicks is an apostolic ministry, and I can prove it to you because consistently throughout Resistance Chicks, we have people that come in and they sit under us for you know, maybe it's six months, maybe it's a year, maybe it's a year and a half. And then the next thing you know, boom, they're off. They're doing their own ministry. And then we only hear from them from time to time and they're off doing their thing. Just like a few months ago, Lee and I laid hands on, um, John and Stacy Barnes. And we literally ordained them out of our ministry, out of Resistance Chicks and Isaiah 58 Ministries. And because they were operating in their gift and their calling and they got it essentially kind of by watching Resistance Chicks. And they were, they were telling us, we're like, you just need to go, right? So we just laid hands on them. We've never ordained anybody out of, out of Isaiah 58 Ministries, but we did because it was really important. But so we see consistently in our ministry that people come, they sit, they go. And they go out, and their ministry is heightened. And there's—it's kind of sad. I kind of feel like Paul a little bit. I understand because it's like I miss them. I miss those people. But, but they have their own podcast. They're out doing own families. their own thing. They have
2: their own farms. They start their own churches. Yeah, that—that's it. It's not about. But they're not leaving resistance chicks. Like, oh,
0: it's not. It's always an advancement. It's always like, I, and now so, I have my wings, and here I go.
2: So, just an aside here with the discerning of spirits. I've been around many people who you guys would maybe think were apostles, but they did nothing to draw the giftings around the everyday random people around them. They literally were megastars coming in. Everybody look at me. Not an apostle. You may be a prophet. I don't know, but you may be an evangelist, but you're not an apostle because you, I, you have to understand <laughs> That Paul was about making people the best that they could be. And it was never about him, ever about him. They will
3: always push the attention off themselves so they won't be in the the limelight. And if they get in there, it's for a time. And then they're going to try to empower everybody else to take that position and then move to the next spot and operate behind the scene. Because to be a true leader, you have to be servant. Of all, it cannot be about yourself.
2: I can't be everywhere. We, you, you guys are in Poland. You guys are in Australia. You guys are in Nicaragua. You guys are everywhere. And you can manifest the kingdom of God. You have giftings. You have callings. You can change the world right where you're at. Right if you're living in an apartment. These giftings are for you. You can get words of wisdom for your neighbor, words of knowledge, giftings of miracles and healings. These are things for everyone to walk in all the time, every day. This is not for special people. You are special. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation a people for God's own possession. Let me read this comment from uh, our mom that I missed
0: earlier. This was back in, I think, the Sin and Sickness commenting there. Government oppression always causes men and women to suffer and become ill. The founding fathers knew that, and God um, helped them to make
2: moral good wholesome laws for the goodwill of the Yeah, sometimes people. you're oppressed by the government and people are
0: sick. Yeah, we when are going to get your mama
3: on the round table? She's got some...
0: <laughs> she's so good. I told her you said that. She's kind of like shrinking back. Yeah. Like, she's, she's like, mm, well, I'll no. do my
2: podcast. She loves to be in the okay, comment section. So, though. Rob, let's yes. let's jump into the Old Testament. You were, you've been in, Daniel, you've been in numbers. Let's talk about some dreams and visions and how God... You know, it's really interesting if you start to you know, pop in scriptures like, how did God speak to people? And you see, there's a lot of times where God spoke to people in dreams and visions. And tell us what God's been showing you lately right now.
1: Uh, Yeah. So prophetic dream interpretation class 101. (laughs) I guess we can get into that. (laughs) So with prophetic uh, uh, dreams and understanding, of course, we're going to desire earnestly to prophesy because it builds up believers in Mm -hmm. Christ Jesus. It's all about building people up, um, never tearing people down. It's about stirring people up in their gifts and in their most holy faith. So this That's is what we're good. doing. And um, Daniel one, so you guys can understand, dreams are the main way that God speaks to you. If you look at, if you look at uh, all throughout scriptures, He's literally talking to people through dreams, especially in the Old Testament. It says uh, Daniel one. I'm going to give you guys uh, this scripture, verse seventeen. As for these four youths God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding and all kinds of visions, mm. visions and dreams.
0: That's good.
1: And so this is this is the basis of dreams, understanding that God gives you the understanding of dreams and this is a prophetic understanding. Uh the Nebuchadnezzars, uh the list is long like understanding how to interpret dreams is is the basis for understanding uh, how to mm. hear from God?
0: Ooh, that's good. That's really good.
1: And so, when you're hearing from God uh, through dreams, it actually will help you hear God in your spirit, man. And so, once you start, once you start um, going to sleep and knowing that these dreams come from God, even unbelievers were getting dreams from God. Mm. There's no dreams that don't come from God. That's good. And once you start understanding that that the dream realm actually connects you to the spirit realm this is why you'll see demons sometimes in your dreams you'll see familiar spirits you'll see unclean spirits this is just god showing you what's in your spiritual environment but a lot of times we as christians we are grounded we are in an earth we're we're staying on earth doing ministry when we should be doing ministry from seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is we're bringing our flesh and our mind and we're aligning it where our spirit man already is, where God already said we are. Mm. And we're, we're already at the right hand with Jesus, which means we already have authority. So when you begin to speak from that third heaven, the authority will remove the demons out of your, out of your regions, out of your areas. But, The enemy tries to trick you and keep you grounded in your and doing ministry in your flesh. This is why you see people not having the power that Christ gave us. So he his only job. He can't keep you out of heaven. You're already born again. You're already sealed into the day of redemption. Mm -hmm. What his what Satan's job is to keep you from manifesting heaven on on earth. There it is. And through dreams. God will give you visions and understanding on how to manifest heaven on earth. This is the literally the most elementary way to hear God. Is to go to sleep, get you some some magnesium and zinc, Some <laughs> <The> melatonin, do <laughs> whatever it takes to get in that dream realm. <laughs> and God melatonin will start- work though. And God will start speaking to you through these dreams. Melatonin does work, but I I don't know. I don't don't use melatonin. (laughs) I'll never never wake up. We're not talking about
0: mushrooms here, guys. We're not talking about anything unnatural.
3: Melatonin? Your brain produces it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your brain not producing from blue lights.
1: I'll give you guys another uh, scripture. Acts 7, uh, verse 22. So Moses was educated in all the wisdom and culture of the Egyptians, and he was mighty in speech and deeds. Now, why did I give you guys that scripture? Because when you're doing prophetic dreams, you have to understand that it's easier to interpret the dream if you know the person. If you notice that when, you're, when you understand the culture, hmm. your, your speech is mightier. You'll, you're, you're, this, is, this is what apostles are trying to create a cross-cultural movement. Because if you look at, if you look at Christ, when the Holy Spirit fell... Everybody was speaking in a, all these different languages. Mm-hmm. So clearly the Holy Spirit is trying to bring every culture into the kingdom culture. Mm. And so we we are by nature cross-cultural. Oh, that so understanding that, understanding that leaves no stone unturned. And so we should be understanding as many cultures like you guys. You guys are going to Africa soon, right? And so when you guys go to Africa. <laughs> yep when you guys go to Africa, you know what I'm saying? You should already be studying their culture now and understanding how do they flow? How do they move? Who's, who's here? Who's here? And when, when you do that, when you get there, your prophetic, the prophetic to build them up is going to be way stronger when you get there. And so um, I, I, I encourage every new believer to literally start hearing God through their dreams and know, that when God is giving you a dream it's either to it's either for personal interpretation so God reveals the deep things plaguing a man's heart through dream interpretation stumbling blocks in the way of their personal relationships finances emotional traumas healed and mental clarity given through prophetic dream interpretation prophecy mm-hmm. is the most important gift outside of the love through the holy spirit Um, He also shows you hindrances. God reveals dreams to you concerning flesh patterns, Mm. mind strongholds and things that have spiritually hindered your bloodline for thousands of years. Mm. Blessings. God reveals them through dreams. He reveals the evidence and circumstances surrounding your blessings, the giants that are in your promised land, as well as the milk and honey. Mm. He also reveals to you your spiritual gifts and power. He also he reveals the fortitude and discipline necessary to perform well in the kingdom of God. It's not a performance. It's a demonstration. Give you an example. Athletes, in order to demonstrate their gifts, talents, and abilities at the highest level must discipline their mind, body, and spirit. This is why Paul had to beat his flesh into subjection because he wanted his spirit to rise above the earthly realm, mm-hmm. so that he could actually war in the second heavens. So the second heavens, all that is, is the prince of the power of the air. That's what it is—the airwaves, the broadcast systems, and things like that. That's actually you're we're we're contending in this. Your thoughts, we're contending in the second heaven right now. This is why there's always there's so much opposition against kingdom believers yeah. on the airwaves Can because you say when. That again? This is why there's so people
2: understand this. Go ahead. This is
1: what this is why there's so much opposition in the kingdom, uh, uh, uh in the airways because the kingdom of God leavens the whole entire lump. Mm-hmm. Meaning, as soon as they hear the kingdom message, wow, when you broadcast, it's it's over for the enemy. Yeah, this is what people don't realize when you start preaching with the authority of Christ. And you're preaching the kingdom of God is here. Yeah. It's right now. Heaven is right here, right yeah. now. You can you can be stirred up in your holy face right now. You, you can flow with the Holy Spirit right now. When you start talking like that, it's over for the kingdom of God. I mean, it's over for the kingdom of uh, yeah. darkness.
0: That's so good. So let me read a couple comments here. Isaiah forty one ten 10 says, I think God is calling me to more, uh, in Springfield. He seems to be putting me into places where I could potentially push for changes, but I haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I don't want to mess up anything. Sherry, how long have you been watching? Sherry, tonight is the night, sister. Before tonight is over, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. <gasps> oh, that scary. is happening. Okay. Don't go anywhere, Sherry. Yeah, you're not allowed By to 10 leave. o'clock, we'll, 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 we'll you pray. will be baptized in the Holy Spirit, um, <laughs> And my mom makes a really good comment here. You wait alone with God. Mm. Leah was spending hours alone with God, especially in nature. She says, Corey spent hours in jail alone with God. She's very true. I have found personally that with, with the Holy Spirit for myself, every season that I have had to go through, and I say had to because it's, sometimes it's not easy where you are beating your flesh, where you're going through a valley, those have been the times where I've been the most intimate with the Lord. I have walked in the most power, but my flesh is worn out. Like you, like you, when you get into those intimate times with the Lord, right? Like nothing else matters and you are alone, you are putting out and pushing out all of the sounds of the world. And you get in with that intimate place with the Lord. Sometimes it'll wear you out physically mm. because you are, because our flesh is so accustomed to. To living in the wrong kind of water that when we get in the when we get in God's water and it's really good for us physically and it's really good for us spiritually but our body says I'm not used to that right if you're a coke drinker a soda drinker and you just go straight pop your flesh is going to be going ah but it's your flesh on the inside is actually going yeah I really want the water and so you kind of got this worrying but getting alone with God is going to be guys the key thing. For how you advance. So, so Sherry says, I'll keep at it. No, no, no. You're not keeping at anything. Tonight is
2: the night. You don't have to try. Okay. Tonight is the there night. There is no try. I only do it. But we'll, we'll pray for you. And the Holy Spirit's going to empty your room tonight, Sherry. So don't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, to that, Michelle, um, she hasn't really talked very much about God moving in her life uh, lately. Or, or in, this, in this program. Michelle has a very unique gift that... And I'm not saying that it's different. I'm not saying it's better. We all have these different giftings. Corey has amazing giftings. Rob does too. Um, I have different giftings. But when I have found myself recognizing that if Michelle gets alone with God, now I can get alone with God, guys, and I'll be real with you. I'll walk away and be like, did we accomplish anything? Okay. I'm like, I know we did. I'll just say we did. Okay. Um, It's really great when I open it up and I got my little notebook and he gives me a word or a song or whatever. Um, But I know that when Michelle gets alone with God, she gets these words. She gets these prophetic words and she has a tell them about your. your prophetic prayer journal and your dream journal and what you have this thing, you go back to it. Like it's some sort of
0: encyclopedia. It's actually, it's really, it's fascinating. It's, it's, I, I, one of the biggest things that I would encourage a lot of people to do is keep a journal, especially a dream journal.
2: Um, so I will wake up. You have a a different gift. You have a gifting that not everybody's going to have. You're right. But I think a lot, I think everyone has
0: the ability to, like Rob said, write down your dreams yeah, and then ask God to reveal to you what it is really saying to you. So I, when I spend time with God, I have a journal and I write and I write and I write and I write and I will go back to those things. God will direct me. He'll send me to a specific date and I won't know what I'm writing. I'm just writing it out. I'll go back to a specific date and boom, that's exactly what is for the world or for my state or for America or for my family or a friend or something, Personally, and I have found that through writing has I I that's the way that I flow in the prophetic the most. It's like a bank. It's like she it puts these bank. deposits in the bank and then she withdraws them later. And I can get back. I can go back to the same dream or the same word or prophetic word that I've gotten. Whether it's a word of wisdom or knowledge or just a, a straight up prophetic word, whatever it is, I can go back to it multiple times and it will have different meanings. So I'll
2: give you an example. Um, we all kind of flow in that, Mama Michelle and I. Uh, mom was getting words that um, during uh, there were some blood moons on uh, on the Jewish feasts in 14, 15 and 16 okay and we all have different words prophetic words uh, in May and I have this written down I, have, I do have some things written down in May of 2015 I did a 40 day fast I don't recommend that everybody jumps into a 40 day fast I did a 40 day fast I needed some answers and I would just pray in the spirit, and, I, and for several weeks, all I could pray in May of 2015 was Russia, 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 three times. Russia, 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 Russia. Russia. And I wrote it down, and I've got it written down. He gave me three words. He gave me Russia, 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 and then in parentheses, love Russia. Then he gave me the word Sunday, and I was, and, I, and these were, and I would get so angry—not angry, but frustrated. God, like. I don't care about Russia. Like, why are you telling me this? I don't and, and I am the kind of person that if God gives me a prophetic word, I want it I want it to be applying to that moment. Okay. I don't want to be the person who goes back ten years later for the word I don't want to be, but sometimes that's how but God ten works. years later when you get that word, yeah. it's like I'm so thankful that I got <laughs> so that ten years later. Sunday, ago. Sun, Sunday, I kept saying Sunday, 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 and then I got the word nuclear. Uh and and then And then kind of bomb in parentheses well in 2016 every single news outlet was saying Russia 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 it was a cadence Russia 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 three Russia 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 over and over again and I knew that God had divinely appointed this whole Donald Trump thing whatever it was God, was tell- God told me in 2015 that Donald Trump was going to happen. Russia, Russia, Russia was going to happen. Russia Gate would happen. All these things would happen. And then it wasn't until I was at a solar eclipse in 2017, because I thought Sunday meant a day. See, God speaks. It says he puts the signs in the heavens. He puts stars, the suns and moons for a sign. Okay. There, will be, there was a total solar eclipse that went from, from sea to shining sea, across America. And Sunday, I'm sitting at this total solar eclipse, in totality, have you guys mm-hmm. ever experienced it? Have you guys ever experienced a total solar eclipse? It's
3: awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: It's so awesome, you wear the glasses, you watch it, the birds start chirping thinking it's dark, it's amazing, it's a spiritual experience. And I'm telling this, this person who had come, a viewer, and I was like, and then I got this Sunday, and I thought it meant Sunday, like as in the Sunday, and I was like, oh, Sunday, oh, mm-hmm. the Sunday. You guys know when we're gonna have another total solar eclipse? Seven years after that, in 2024, these solar eclipses crisscross America in a giant X. In a giant X. God right is speaking in Missouri, to us,
0: actually. By the way, Corey. Gray. God
2: is speaking to us, and Michelle. Opens up her prayer journal and gets this word that she had written down about the eagle mm-hmm. that's flying and and this whole word and you guys have heard it. Michelle's brought it to you guys. They have, but that, not not they no, no, I'm, Our I'm like have.
1: waiting to hear what's going on. Um, <laughs> I'm at the edge of my seat. Right yeah. Now. yeah. So what's Michelle happening? gets
2: the word about the eagle.
0: Do you remember the eagle? 100 100. I can read it if you want me to. If you want me to. So Michelle yeah. gets this
2: word about the eagle that was going to go from sea to Shiny sea and and she's like, oh my gosh, this is this God is speaking to us, from 2017 to 2024, God was going to do something big. And we still had no idea of COVID. And so Michelle and I and my mom, we would get words. And I'm going to tell you guys something. We would say over and over again, from 2014 to 2019, I can't see past 2020 we would we would look at
0: each other cuz every year we would get words for the next year. Lee and I this has been a theme with us. And we, and leading up till it was like 2017, 2018 and I would say to Leah, you know, I can't see past 2020 and she goes neither can I. It was the craziest and thing. And we ever. can
2: go back and we can see that God God gave me a word, the word that God gave me. And I've given it to a lot of people and they it kind of hits them too hard. Why don't you look for that or read yeah. this called our eagle
0: in the day of the reign of the mountain. Remember mountains mean governments in the, in the Bible, that great and terrible mountain. I shall stand high and proud, waving the flag, nay the banner of freedom. That actually ties to our friends who have a ministry called the banners of freedom that happened that they started in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. Um, with heads held high, held steady by the strength of freedom. We will look to where the finger of faith has pointed all along. That's, Uh, A nod to the event that we did in Plymouth, Massachusetts, where Faith has her finger pointed um, up to, to God the cries of joy will drown out the dying screams of the end of tyrannical imps as they retreat in defeat to the depths of pure evil where they belong. And the eagle, the Holy Spirit, will once again fly over her people with vigor, pride, and strength, being raised high in the glory for the love and by the love of the country she'd been estranged from for almost a century. As she makes her pass, I have goosebumps every time I read this. Yeah, me too. As she (laughs) she makes her pass across the over the mountains and memorials to our forefathers, Monuments. monuments and memorials to our forefathers and the men who left all on the battlefield defending everything we hold dear. They slightly tip their hats to her as if to say, stay vigilant guide them, never allowing them to lose sight of the real man who gave gave his life for the world. With wings outstretched as far as the eye can see, she lands in her nest we call America to comfort and reward her children for rising up and throwing off once again the choking chains of tyranny from a government who tried to tell them they couldn't live free in a country of liberty and justice for all. For those who would try to attack from outside or to those children who would try to divide, she is always watching. She is the mother bird of prey and you don't want to be caught in the firm grasp of her talons. She is our eagle and she reports for our nation to our one God. So when
2: I read that to
0: Leah and, and I literally, cause I could see the vision that I had given me with the wings stretched out. And I, and it literally went from sea to shining sea. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, Leah, this is the total solar eclipse. And then interestingly enough, we found out that it was a, it's a dual thing. It's two eclipses that are very, very rare that cross America in a seven year span and make an X across this nation. I am telling you guys something and this kingdom message ties into this. This word right here, Hmm. we are advancing the kingdom of God to such a state that we are sending those tyrannical imps crying as they retreat. The words literally says, as they retreat in defeat to the depths of pure evil where they belong.
2: So the word that I got, and I know this confirms Now I had the kingdom message when I had this. So I'll read this to you guys. So in 2015, 2014, Michelle got that word. For the nation and then god gave me mine isn't as fun and i believe that god was he, the reason he gave me russia 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 was because he wanted to confirm this word and every time i get it people give it people are like uh <laughs> but no this is really what already happened what we've already been going through um and then i wrote down words coming forth from the spirit like morris code or a telegraph sunday uh today is the 24th of Pente- uh the twenty fourth is the day of Pentecost. Uh, Russia, 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 nuclear bomb. And what did we? What have we been talking about? What has been in the news? Nuclear, 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 yeah. nuclear, nuclear, over and over and over. They actually said
3: this weekend something. I don't know if you saw the headlines.
2: Yeah. yeah right. It's like- so I don't. I, at first, I thought this was COVID, but because nu- the nuclear is the third thing on the list, I really Please. think that this judgment that we're looking at, that COVID was like a pre-judgment. And the judgment, judgment. And let, me, let me make something perfectly clear to the end timers. A lot of people have been feeling, and Corey, you know this, mm. that they've been feeling something, so they think it's the end times. Yep. When it's really just the end of another bad reign of tyranny, right? Yep. And God, see, Jesus...
3: They want to go out with a bang.
2: Yeah, we're he's we're going forward in it. We're not going in, out anywhere. The great tribulation and the great judgment. This was the word the Lord gave me. Judgment must begin at the house of God, but God is still judge, and He's still judging, and He's still judging nations, and He's still mm. coming. The word when Jesus said He was coming. It means is to it start coming and, and to then keep to continue. Coming. And so that means
0: that the to judge means to start so judging you want, and to continue. You want to Jesus judge. to
2: come and save you like he saved those who were being persecuted in the in in eighty seventy. 70. He's going to do that. But it's not the book of Revelation. It's not the great tribulation. It's not Matthew 24. It's not the raptures. None of that. But it is the. Absolute nature of God, seeing it is as a good, it is a righteous thing with God to repay those who who trouble you. So the Lord says, Beware, America! My judgment is coming. It will be swift and it will be strong. Who can stand in the day of the Lord? But my people will stand. Many will die for the crimes committed against innocent children, slaughtered at the altars of bail, money, and sex. You have denied yourself no pleasure within your reach. You spend your idle time filling up greater pleasures or dreaming them up. All the while, you pray for my hand a blessing upon such abominable things and I don't know why I put this baseball football secular music which laughs at the face of God and spits at the cross and that was in en- that was endured to save them America many prophets have risen up to condone your idle pleasures your thirst for recreations of all sorts and entertainments without end You have ridiculed them. You have mocked them and worse You have told them that their prophecies were made of falsehoods from a degenerate selfish mind There are those who have listened and tried to heed the words I sent but for you your stumbling block They could not you America were once the shining gem of the Lord's grace of mercy and redemption now you allow every kind of sickness and disease a morality spreading uh, to spread in infecting millions i will wipe out millions and i don't know if you meant dollars for the debt to be paid for the slaughter of innocent life both here and abroad for you america were not satisfied with your own murderous heart and ways but were compelled by your degenerate hearts and minds to forcefully spread abortion and homosexuality along with the vile idea that i detest the lives the unwanted unborn and unplanned for the forgotten you've had enough you've had your fill of sinfulness and lust and perversions from the truth I have marked those ha- to receive my judgment. I have sent forth my messengers. The seals are opened, the seventh seal undone, and has begun. I have marked those who are mine, who have not received the mark of the beast. They shall not be touched by the plague to come. Only the vile deceivers and those who gave their lives to the beast shall taste of death. Look now, church, sing aloud, O martyrs, for judgment and justice awaits no more. It has come. I have spoken. My words have gone forth, and they shall not return void. He is sounding forth his trumpet that shall never call retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. My God is marching on. And I will tell you, I had the kingdom message. The word that the Lord was giving me was that revelation. Watch out, guys, because when, when when we defy God so long and we don't advance the kingdom and we don't move the kingdom and we can and especially Christians who have the message of the kingdom, who have righteousness, who have holiness, who we have the ability, guys, to go and heal every marriage in America. We have the ability to help every child to, to be raised loving God and be healed and saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. But we're sitting on the back and we're just, we're having our, our barbecues and we're watching our football and we don't care that there are kids shooting each other in the streets. We don't care that there are ki- that there are, are a lot of women out there who don't know why I'm pregnant now. What do I do? We're not helping them. We can move. We can do these things. We can advance the kingdom. And as Corey and and, and Robert talk about, because we don't have the right order. Because those who should be advancing the kingdom are, are either shut up. Put, or they don't even know that that's their message. It is really interesting that God would give you, and
0: I think that it's actually, I believe, almost prophetic that He would give you like kind of end timesy things because it knowing is. that we would do the Revelation Red Pill because when
3: no, it's good. It's other awesome. people would
0: read that and go, "Oh, this," she said, "the seven seals open." That means that le- that she mean no, 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 guys. What does it represent? Judgment is coming on yeah. this earth right now. But here's the cool thing. when Whenever you see judgment and justice, you see a reign of righteousness. And that is where we step in. So I believe truly what God's been speaking to us is that, that there is a time of justice and judgment that is happening and it will come. Who said that justice follows righteousness? Um, that was Marty Grisham. And so uh, we're seeing as the church starts to rise, as the kingdom message starts to adv- to advance, like it fin- like it should have, it's just the gospel guys then here comes the judgment. We, as we advance, let me tell you something. Where's the judgment? Where's the justice? As we advance the kingdom of God, as we spread the kingdom message, comes, here comes the judgment.
3: Can I, can I interrupt prophecy? Yeah,
0: 100%. The we're prophecy.
3: done. So, um, when you were saying all that, first of all, I, I got baptized again. So, <laughs> I know that it's a, a a word from God to the bone. And I saw, literally, okay, so... I'll tell you what I saw first. I saw a cup like a honey jar, right? But it was full of blood, and it was tipping and pouring out on oh. those who oh. hurt the kids.
0: I got blood uh, on my back of my head, Craig Ray.
3: Oh yeah, hold on. I'll tell you some more. Wait.
0: The dogs aren't that loud. They're not loud on our end. We can hear them, but they're not overpowering you at all. No, I
3: I was getting hit by a oh. He's, oh. He's getting <laughs> hit. <in the laughs> don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back. <laughs> so god gave a window from 2015 to 2024 an opportunity for everyone to see there's two sides pick a side all the way in or not 24 that's that's the that's the time where you better be all in or all out
0: i got tears like literally in my eyes because this is a really powerful statement that Corey's giving Mm -hmm. you know it's very similar to the um that generation that was that God gave the chance to before He judged Israel in eighty seventy. It's God is saying, it, "I am giving that same window of choice." Yep,
3: yeah. and it might be before twenty twenty four. Seven years, right?
2: And the Rob, do you have anything to, you want to? Is the Holy Spirit speaking to you?
1: No, as you so God has been speaking to me about this. So He told me twenty twenty four was the year of alignment with him mm. and so when you said that cory i'm like oh this is it and when you said Eagles, the holy spirit was like this is my apostolic government mm. Oh wow! and those people who come under the wings of the apostolic government are going to be safe from what's going on mm. and when you said love russia the holy spirit told me two weeks ago and i don't pay attention to politics at all almost right and the holy spirit i seen uh putin on tiktok and the holy spirit's like He's mine. Oh. Whoa. Wow. That's when you, when you said the love, love Russia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are looking at all this propaganda and they don't realize I listened to a speech where he was talking about he was a Christian.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: He's awesome. How, how, is, how are we going against someone who's a believer and we're just allowing the whore of Babylon to just tell us? That this is what it is. This is what it, this is what this is what America is representing right now with all their laws that they've yeah. just put in place. Absolutely. It's no, it's no way around it. You can't act like this is okay. Everyone knows, even the unbelievers know. Hey, this is enough. We're this right, is right, right. What are we doing here? Even like, the witches are mad. Don't I saw this. witches. <laughs> I saw witches
3: making a video how to shoot chemtrails out of the sky. I'm like, these are witches. <laughs> you got the witches mad. So yeah, this is
2: them. the advancing of the kingdom, guys. Um, and God gives us words and is, and and we're all going to play our part. And so if you're listening right now, mm-hmm. I believe you're going to play a part. And we have to recognize that justice and judgment is a really good thing. What happened after AD 70 was Christianity, um, skyrocketed and the, and the whole old covenant, those the sacrifices were over. And a lot of people view God's judgment as like, Oh, well, he's just going to, you know, hurt people for saying a square word. No, no, no. You don't understand. God's justice and judgment on a nation is for when a nation is, is sinning and harming its own people and harming the innocent. You you want. Here's the thing. If you're afraid of God's judgment, okay, then you don't know him. Okay, you—if you knew him, you would recognize that he is your loving dad, and your loving dad doesn't bring judgment on you. Yeah. Okay, your loving dad brings justice on somebody who's been picking on you, bullying you. He is the guy who comes in and rescues you, yeah. and you want it. And it's—and—and and a lot of people are waiting for Jesus just to come and take them out out of this world and they they've become so disillusioned with all the negativity that they see. Whereas I don't know about you, Rob or Corey, but I get excited seeing that evil is kind of showing itself. And that means that God is winning. That means that evil is like the devil is trying to throw out all the stops and is recognizing that he is losing ground. I think because of this kingdom message.
0: So I want to do something real quick because I want you guys to see this. So it'll be April 8th that this um, little solar eclipse. April 8th of 2024. So I'm going to screen share so that uh, Rob and Corey can see this too. Um, and then we pull this up so you guys can see it here. Hmm.
3: Boom.
1: Oh. That's right where you're going, Rob. That's right where I'm going.
0: Where, you <laughs> going. where are you going, Rob?
1: I'm going to Tennessee. Wow. Oh, it's real close, yep. It's real close. So
0: this is the path of what we call uh, totality. So everyone in America will see... Partial. Partial, but when you're in the path of totality, which is where you see this X, that's yeah. when you get that other world, like, like Leah said, all the birds stop chirping. It turns sun into sun this completely. kind of like hazy... It's I've never in my life even experienced anything remotely close you better
3: get in that
1: line. alignment. line there. Somebody you, see really line? That, you see that so line? You see that line?
0: It's it right is. in the line yeah. of Tennessee.
1: It's right there. It's right there. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So in
1: Ohio, <laughs> that's going right through where you guys it's going are. right
0: through. <laughs> it does go right through Ohio. It's crazy. Um, so I just wanted you guys all to see that. Um, mm-hmm. Just so you could get that visual of where it crosses right there in Missouri. Some That's your seven-year period, Corey Gray i believe from from, so, the, from the solar eclipse to solar eclipse god is giving this window
3: i want to say something because as i'm sitting here listening to this I, I saw again the picture in my head of the of the blood being poured out and i went down like this because holy ghost was hitting me i opened my eyes in the bible and i had this genesis 41:53 about joseph interpreting the pharaoh's dreams mm. About the seven years, I literally just looked. The seven years of plenty that prevailed in the land of Egypt came to an end. Wow. And the seven years of famine began to come. Just as Joseph had said, there was famine in every country, but throughout the land of Egypt, there was bread. Wow. Throughout the house of God, there was bread.
2: And I think that that's what we've been, the message, I think, Corey, we've been trying to give is get yourself into that place, right? Yep. Yep. And it, for me, it's a mindset to where you're willing to do work with the land, work with the creator. Um, and what
3: are we all doing right now, Leah, Michelle? Rob's helping me with off-grid lifestyle. You guys are teaching people, uh, why are we doing this? Because we sense this thing. Because we that... want to
0: have, because here's the deal, guys. We want you guys to be, and, and ourselves, but, but we're doing this mostly for you. We want you to be the ones that people go to for help. For help. Okay? You want you to be the Joseph. We want you to be the Joseph. And Corey Gray has this amazing teaching that you can find in the Kingdom Roundtable about the tithe. And about
2: feeding God's sheep. God is going to, you guys are going to be okay. This is what you have to understand. You guys are going to be okay. I want to go back to the dreams uh, with Rob for a minute. Uh, Job 33 says, uh, for God does speak now one way and now another through, though no one perceives it in a dream, in a vision of the night when deep, Sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds. He may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings to turn them from wrongdoing and keep them from pride to preserve them from the pit. Their lives from perishing by the sword. Kind of a confirmation there. But um, go ahead and, and continue on when you were talking about the the dreams. I think you had had more to dive in with that. Um
1: yes um let me see if I did. We, we got we were on such a i, li- I like what we were on i'm, I'm going to be i'm going to be honest i thought that was the flow now
0: all right that concludes part 1 of episode 15 you do not want to miss what we've got coming up next see the video list on this channel for part 2 no every day but you got
1: Side on the run from the side